Welcome to Awakened Hearts. I am your host, Midge Noble. The Awakened Hearts podcast is a place where we choose compassion, loving kindness, and a heart-centered life. I believe that everyone is on earth to serve a sacred contract. I believe that we were all created to be compassionate, loving, and kind to ourselves and to all living souls. I believe that we can awaken our hearts and heal old wounds. I believe that we all have the power to transform our pain into our most authentic, spiritual, compassionate, and best selves. I believe we deserve to feel empowered to speak up and set boundaries and be valued by those we love and respected by those we meet along our path. Welcome back, Bodhi Seekers, and I appreciate you tuning in and uh, listening to the replay of this. And I wanted to take some time to let you know what happened next. So the last time we spoke, it was kind of that dark night of the soul thing. And and it really was kind of a shock to my reality that I could put as much effort and planning into creating what I thought was an awesome, awesome workshop up at my beloved Corgi Haven Lane, um, which lots of people are wanting to come to and have spoke about wanting to be there, and yet nobody came. So I talked about, you know, how I was able to come to terms with where I was creating from, like the space in my soul, the the core beliefs that are running. You know, we've talked and talked and talked about it. And even though we may think we've got things all cleared up and everything's hunky-dory, it's amazing um, how many times things can continue to resonate and, and crop back up. So through this experience of knowing that I'll be laid off at the end of May, and of course, my wife will be too because we are working in the same location. So knowing that that's coming, knowing that right now the only thing that I'm passionate about as far as moving forward is to create and serve through the Empowering Awakened Hearts LLC that I have created. Um, I am so fired up and excited about shifting into this new way of serving people. It comes with a smattering of grief that I am leaving clients that I dearly, dearly care about, that I'm leaving a group of, of women that we've been working together for so many years, and and that's going to shift and change. Um, and and there's you know some sadness at looking back over so many years of service. I have been in the counseling profession since 1985 in some genre. It started out as the school counselor, start, you know, moved from there to the kaleidoscope program at hospice to serve terminally ill children, which led me then to the mental health center up in Archdale off of Balfour Drive. Um, and well, it wasn't, it was actually off of Main Street first, and then we moved to Balfour Drive, but um, served there for many, many, many years until we were all kind of put out of the mental health center and needed to get into a private practice or, or do case management or something uh, and found this delightful Carolina Counseling Associates uh, private practice that was ready to hire a child clinician and I was ready to step into service and was able to do that shift. So everywhere I went 
as I've said before, the shift was clear. I knew where I was going. I didn't always know what was going to happen. Um, the, the scariest shift was to come to private practice and know that I would only be making what I earned. And there was not like a set salary. It's not like I'm going to get paid this every single month. You never know what you're going to get paid when you, when you have that sort of a system set up Uh, because of no shows, cancellations, your illness, whatever happens. uh, If you're not here and you're not seeing a body, you're not getting paid. (laughs) So that was a little bit frightening. Um, But I, I was able to really build up my visualization and attract a, a slew of, of referrals. And it just went within, within two or three weeks. I mean, I was up to, to the same level of, of commitment for clients that I was when I was at mental health, that I was seeing, you know, eight, eight people a day, um, sometimes nine. Um, I don't recommend that by the way. <laughs> uh, burnout is really huge when you do it that way. But, um, but my clients needed to be seen in the evening and new intakes had to come in in the morning. So, you know, it just worked out to it. They were incredibly and have been for the last 16 years, incredibly long days, um, pretty much every day of the week until the cabin was built. And then I started gifting myself some Friday afternoons uh, off. Um, I don't do it every weekend, but um, definitely have been able to take some more time uh, off on Friday lately. Um, but as this shift is coming and, and there was no uh, ethical for me, there was no ethical or practical way for us to come up with the investment to, to do the electronic billing. Um, and I wasn't, I, I just could feel the shift coming, you know, for the last few years, I could feel that this was something that was shifting for me and I wasn't sure what was going to happen until I got into the coaching myself. So anyway, uh, the backstory that you've heard, if you're, if you're a, a ongoing listener and new information, if you're not. <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was what happened after that dark night of the soul. And I, I did go into a little bit that what I'd learned, but I want to tell you a little bit more about that because when we're awakening our hearts, it's sort of like, you know, not, not like winning the Powerball and all of a sudden you have all this money, boom, it's all there, all, all set for you. This journey is really more about stepping into the, the unknown and watching for those incremental shifts that show you that the path is still a yes. Okay. So even though it felt like a desperate no last time, those incremental shifts that are showing up, are revelational. I mean, it just opens everything. Um, so what I mean by incremental shifts are when things show up. So what kind of things show up? So, you know, like, uh, the one thing that showed up for me is how quickly I bounced back and got back on the groove of saying, yes, this is my path. This is my purpose. Now, how are we going to make this work? And you know, years ago, had something like this happened, similar to like when I put the Sheba book back on the shelf for two years because somebody gave me, you know, a horrible, horrible review about the the manuscript, and I just I shelved it for two years. I I didn't really take disappointment well back in the day, and so um, when this happened, and I really had to wrestle with it, and I so love when the dark night of the souls come because. Not that I love going through them, you understand, but they are they are there because 
enlightenment's going to happen. Some new insight's going to happen. And, and, and this time I just was able to get back on my positive, pull it together, learn from this, move on and, and figure out how to make this work. So that was the first shift for me as I was able to shift out of the, the poor me, oh my gosh, this is never going to work out thinking into, okay, what am I going to learn? How am I going to apply this? I'm, I'm a coach. <laughs> I'm a coach for other people to say, how are we going to move forward? We're not going to waddle, um, wallow, <laughs> waddle. Well, sometimes we waddle, <laughs> but I'm not going to wallow in, in the pity. I'm going to use it as a lesson, a course correction, a U-turn, whatever I need to do. If this is a U-turn, let me, let me see why it's a U-turn and where would I be going? If it's not, if it's a course correction, then how am I going to correct it? What am I going to do? How am I, how am I off the course and how can I correct to get back on the course? And then where am I going to go from there? So as that shift happened, that I was able to get back into the uh, figuring it out stage for the, you know, I'm going to move on and not allow this to derail me stage. And, and truly, for those of you who are in my purpose sphere, a wonderful group of, of very dedicated professional people doing their thing, living their purpose, uh, coming from the heart big holla out to all you guys and how supportive you've been through this process with me. And as I mentioned, other dear friends last uh, episode that have really, you know, surrounded me with, with their tribe like love and, and they're, they will not allow me to, <laughs> to uh, stop. Um, not that I was gonna, um, but, uh, but they are absolutely, you know, being there and supporting me. So, um, so that was the first shift that I was able to regroup and come back out of that weekend with a stronger connection to where I'm at. And, and being aware that I vibrated for that weekend out of fear and panic was a great revelation. So what has happened since then? Well, let's take a quick break and let's just listen to some sponsorships, and um, then I'll come back and tell you some more. And while we're heading into break, let me just say, that um, one of the things that I really want to do with this show, and I said this before, is in the next year, I really want to do some Zoom um, discussions where I will meet with you face-to-face on Zoom, record the episode, and then play the audio for this podcast. So if you are willing and excited about and really feel like you have something uh, about this topic of, of, you know, going through difficult times and rising above, awakening your heart, learning new lessons, I would love to have a conversation with you. So uh, please download uh, that. Well, if you, if you're listening on Anchor, you know, you've got the mobile app, you know, send me a message through Anchor. If you're on Facebook with me, please message me through the messenger. Um, and if, if you want to email me, uh, email me at empoweredmidge, that's M-I-D-G-E, at gmail.com, and just put the heading in there for all of those messages. I'd like to be on the show, 
And I would love to have you on this podcast uh, telling your story. Uh, so uh, think about that. It, I mean, we don't have to be Pulitzer Prize people. You know that I'm not perfect. And, and you don't have to have any big letters behind your name or credentials. But if you feel like you've got a story that resonates with how your heart opened up and you were able to make a shift, I so want to hear that story. I do. I want to hear it. Okay, so let's listen to some sponsorship ads and um, go get you a cup of tea or uh, get you something to snack on, and we'll be back right after this break. Hey, guys. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast like I'm doing here? I used to have a radio show on the Internet, and I absolutely loved it. The downside was I had to pay to be the host. I had to pay a lot of money. I loved my show and I still had lots more to say. I just didn't want to pay so much to have conversations with you. That's when I found Anchor. I am so excited because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing my own podcast. Instead of me paying out a lot of money, I have the potential to get paid for using my voice and talking about what is important to me and hearing your stories. I love connecting with all of you, and Anchor has given my voice to you. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash start I can't wait to hear your podcast. Thanks for joining the Gay With God community. So I hope you had a nice break. And so here we are back. And um, we were talking about the incremental shifts that happen. So it's not like a burning bush for Moses. It's not like all of a sudden I won all the lottery money, although I will. Um, (laughs) um, The shifts can sometimes be really subtle. So just like me being able to get back on track, had I not been paying attention, I might not have really seen that as a shift. But because I'm intentional about learning from this process and, and what happened for that weekend, I'm really hyper aware and alert. And I'm, I'm diving into to being really, really intentional and observant about what's happening around me and for me. So getting positive was one of those transformational shifts that lets me know I'm still on track and that this is still pulling me forward. The next thing that happened was that I realized that I had gotten with, you know, I I work all day into the evening. Um, I'm doing um, an amazing program to, to get me on track to be the most prepared to open this business as I possibly can. Um, so I'm doing that, which requires at least five hours or more of my time uh, to put into activities and, and you know, different kinds of aspects of business that it, it's really, really guiding me forward. And it's awesome. And um, so that takes my time. I love doing this podcast. And I have been told by some people that I might not. I, yeah, something's got to go. There's not enough hours in the day. But I have not yet come to the point where I really want to leave this podcast. <laughs> um, so I, I'm still doing the podcast. Um, and of course, you know, still, you know, trying to take care of family and, um, I'm a little short changing my spouse on that one now. Uh, she's doing a whole lot more at home than I am because I'm not there very much. And when I am, you know, I'm clicking away on the computer, I'm 
you know, crafting this, I'm doing that. So I had lost the momentum of my AM practice. So I wasn't getting, I was so tired. I was sleeping through my 3.30 alarm to get up and do my meditation and yoga. I just got out of, out of the practice. And I told you guys a long time ago that that for me is really, really good. And and, and it keeps me grounded. It gives me extra energy. It makes me focus. I feel so more, much more positive. So I've been out here floundering without my really good practice in place for, for several months. Um, so I have reclaimed my morning practice and I'm getting up every morning and um, getting in there and doing my meditation uh, ritual. Uh, I love to start with gratitude. I love to hear the, the, um, singing bowls. So I have a really good little, um, short singing bowl chakra routine. Um, I'm, I do a meditation with David G every morning and, and then I use that. I don't know if you've heard it on YouTube, but it's this, it's called Marimba, uh, M-A-R-I-M-B-A and it's meditative music and it's, it's got the beats in it to where it's really, really powerful and healing. And I always put that on and sit there in silence to finish up the practice and, and, you know, just go deep inside myself. Um, then I'll go walk the dogs and then I come back and feed the dogs and then I do yoga and I'm really enjoying to get back into yoga. So my practice is back in the morning. Um, I'm doing so many lessons and things in the evening that my my evening routine has not been reclaimed yet. Uh, but I'm feeling so much better after getting back to the morning routine that I know that the evening routine will follow soon. Um, so that just claiming that lets me know that you know, and you may say, well, what does that have to do with going into coaching? Well, what it does is it reminds me to go back to my ground and my tools. And these are the things that I'm going to be teaching people it may not be the same thing that I'm doing, but it's going to be putting in tools for you guys that when you're up against something for me to be able to say, okay, let's get back to this routine. Let's, let's put this back in place. You we're, we're kind of moving away from something that's really grounded you. And so being able to, to be your eyes and peripheral ears to say, Hey, this is what I'm seeing. Does this resonate with you? Do you see this too? Are you feeling a little off? Are you feeling this? So being able to really go through this myself at this time is just practice for what you guys will be doing later. So when I say that I've been there, you know, I have, you know, I've been to the fear level. I've been to the panic level. I've been to the depressed level. You know, I've been through all of this and this is all preparation. It's like going into the fire and coming up stronger because I have to do it before I can, uh, coach it. And, um, I, to this extreme, not, not to a really bad extreme, <laughs> but you know, when, when I can be honest with you and I can say, Hey, yeah, I've been there. I know what it's like to feel like I'm a failure. I know what it's like to feel like I'm disenfranchised and nobody pays attention to me either because I'm a woman or even more because I'm gay. You know, it's what it, I've been there. So as I'm empowering other people, I have to let them know that I had to learn to empower myself first. It all resonates from inside. So until I can claim that for myself, I can't show you the light so that you can claim it for yourself. So that's part of what these transformational shifts are, coming into that power, my authentic power, from the pain, 
So when I say pain to power, that's what I'm talking about, that you've got to start somewhere where you're totally uncomfortable. And then as you incrementally take the steps closer to how you start feeling better, you know, you're on the right track. And as you keep going and you make other shifts, you're, you're more on the right track and you start to feel stronger and more important to yourself and know that you're worthy. And then you get to the transformational, authentic power. So pain to power. You know, come on, get on the train. Yeah, you know, I I asked somebody. Somebody wondered about the power word, but you know, power is not negative. It it's a it can be abusive if you use it abusively, but so can many things. Power to me is finding my voice. You know, living from my core, finding those core beliefs and knocking them out. You know, it's it's not for the wimp wimpy hearts. It's this is hard work. This is hard work to stay focused and motivated and be able to bring it all together at the end. So what I'm hoping for you guys is that as you watch my journey come full full circle from not knowing what I'm going to do to finding a point of what I am going to do to feeling like I lost that and didn't know what to do to coming back on the on the same path and say, yeah, okay, this is familiar and I feel this again and I'm just as excited as I was when I first decided to you know, to open the LLC. So I'm back ready and, and being much more prepared and much more excited about the journey because the tools work, putting these things in practice, changing my thoughts, changing the life that I was, you know, heading back to and being able to reclaim the power that I, that I desire. So even though they're not big, explosive, burning bushes, these are extremely powerful shifts that happened incrementally since last weekend. The other thing that has been really cool is to, to, for me, is to look at my poverty consciousness level and how that fear of losing something or having that fear of, of not having enough money uh, to do what I love to do. I love to donate money. I love to buy essential oils. You know, I love to be able to be generous with my, with my gifts that I give people. And no, it's not about the money, but it's, it's, it's about knowing that I can offer people assistance when I feel led to do it. So if I feel led to do it and there's no money in the bank, I can't do it. <laughs> and I don't like that. So being able to feel abundant, and know my abundance is all around me, and it shows up in the right timing. So last night we met with our financial advisor again. She's been really awesome. Um, she's here locally in Asheboro. Her name is Brenda Goss, and she's with Prime America. Um, that's not the only thing she does, but she's very good at what she does, and she's helped us a lot over the years. And we are you know, really in a good place financially with the monies that we've been able to save and put in different portfolios, so to speak, different places. Um, and so every day I do this mantra about that, you know, money flows to me from all expected and unexpected places. And that's sort of how I visualize the different pots of money that we've saved over the years through different ways. And, and so when, when we are laid off in May, um, I do plan to file for unemployment because unless something else happens, there does have to be a financial um, balance of what I can pull out of where I'm going to pull out of it, uh, those pots of money, and also to supplement it with some unemployment until you know the business itself can really take off. Um, 
it's doing really well right now um, with with a few of the clients that I'm working with. And so I, I expect it to only grow, you know, to the point where it, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, so it was very validating last night when she was able to say, you're covered, you're going to be fine. Saying those words, you're going to be fine. Now, I can resonate that from inside of myself. But because this journey has been such an up and down thing, that external comment from somebody that I trust with my money, <laughs> that was very awesome. That was very awesome. And it also was a validation that we prepared ourselves for this. We didn't know we were preparing for this, but we've prepared for this. We took sage advice. We made a commitment to do what we did with our savings and with our you know, IRAs and, and our Roths and all of those things. We prepared for a situation where we can we have other money available before Social Security is going to kick in. And so knowing that, I can take this deep breath and that ups my emotional guidance scale as far as where I can start manifesting from. I'm not manifesting from lack. I am manifesting from a place of security. And I know right now that in the place that I am, that all is well, and it's going to continue to get well and be well, and that I don't have any fears at this point. I have uncertainty because I'm still trying to figure out where to find the most ideal clients that resonate with me that I, I feel connected to. So in the mental health field, you open your door and whoever gets referred to you is who you take. You don't have a choice. That's your, you're getting assigned this client. And unless there was some major conflict of interest, you didn't get to choose your clients. In this business, in the private practice, I have been more specific about cases that I'm not going to take, that, that I cannot serve because I have a, a very um, uncomfortable connection to that part of, of the job where there, it's a case that I, I really just cannot work with. And, and that's okay. It's absolutely okay. So um, right now, um, in, in the coaching business, I really am laser focused on finding that ideal client, the person that I can resonate with, uh, that knows that they're going to pay money for the service and, and feel comfort, comfortable and happy about that. So because I will not be able to take state dollars after May 31st, um, it will be a credit card payment online and we will meet through the Zoom uh, private chat room that, that I have with Zoom. And that's those are the clients that I'm looking for, people. If if you are are if if you believe that um, you would be enhanced by services that would be positive, empowering, taking you from the pain to the power, I'm you know that's who I'm attracting back to me, and it it is very specific as far as you know taking people into into my business that are ready for change. Not, you know, a lot of times in, in mental health, we would see that folks are just coming because they were told to or made to, or kids were being dragged by their parents. Um, and, and it just, it wasn't the clientele that really was ready yet for change and may not have even wanted to change. So, um, you know, when my clients are are coming to me, 
my ideal client is one that's excited for change, knows what's uncomfortable and wants to get to a different place. They want to find their voice. They want to be able to, to know that their, their power is okay. Um, that they will decide that they're going to transform the pain and claim their authentic power, that we're not going to live in the past. We are going to live in the, in the present now and claim our awareness to be free, to be focused, to be here, to be loved for ourselves and be strong and be healed in the sense of healing from the inside out, that you're going to go through some hurt, but you're going to get to the healing and you're going to feel powerful. You're going to feel valuable. You're going to know that you matter. Because I matter. I matter because I resonate on this earth with the highest light that I can bring to everything I do. I want that for you. Do you hear me? I want that for you. I want you to feel so good about yourself that no matter what anybody says, no matter what happens, that in your core you know this is for something because I am able to handle it. I got this because I love me and I'm okay. I want that for you. So the next thing I want to tell you is that currently right now, I am doing discovery calls to help me laser focus in on what I'm resonating with. What kind of pain points do you have out there that you just know that I'm a professional person? I've got my life all together. I'm making a good amount of money. I know people look up to me. But when I leave my job or I leave wherever I am and I go to my house and I shut my front door, I don't feel so great. I have worries. I have, I have struggles. I have doubt. I have stuff from my past that I have not cleared yet. And it's holding me back from loving myself at the level that I deserve to be loved. If that sounds like you, then come on. <laughs> come on. We've got some transformation waiting for you and authentic power is got your name on it. So I am doing uh, discovery calls. If you would like to get on my schedule to do a discovery call, the whole point of it, there's no class to sign up for. There's no money to exchange. There is no hidden agenda. My agenda, and I'll tell you right now what it is. My intention and my agenda is to find out what pain is out there. Who's having the pain? You know, is it is it a pain that I'm qualified to take on as a as a coaching client or do a course for or do something like that? It is really about what's out there and being able to figure out who am I aligned to serve. And what that means is alignment means that I am, you know, in alignment with what you need and I can serve it. And so I'm I'm just exploring and having meaningful conversations and meeting people on a deep level. Um, Wouldn't it be interesting, though, that if one of the calls came in and we connected so much that you might you might agree to be on the Zoom um, show with me, that we would, you know, be able to take, you know, something that that you feel strongly about after talking to you and meeting with you. That would be so awesome. And then uh, you could even be on the show. Not that was not my intention. That just popped in my head right then. <laughs> but I would love to be able to have meaningful conversations with you listeners and be able to hear your story of resilience. What have you been through and how did you come through it? And even though you came through it, 
what is still holding you back from feeling absolutely love for yourself? You know, absolute love, absolute excitement, absolute thrilled to be alive and be here. Um, what's holding you back? What wounds are in your heart that haven't been awakened to the point where we can clear them? So I would love to hear from you. So just like in the first segment, if um, if you would like to have a discovery call with me and help me out by helping me find that niche that I'm looking for, um, please use the mobile, uh, the Anchor mobile app and message me here. Uh, you can message me on Messenger, on Facebook, or you can email me at empoweredmidge, M-I-D-G-E, at gmail.com. Okay. So we're winding down, but what I want to tell you is that all is well on this side of the world where I live, (laughs) and I am probably stronger now than I was even before the dark night of the soul. I felt pretty strong then, but after coming through that experience and learning so much about where I was resonating from, my power is back. I feel awesome, and I am ready for this chapter to continue and then turn the page and let's go to the next chapter because now instead of fearing May 31st, I'm embracing May 31st, and I know that the next part of my journey is going to be the most transformational, awesome journey I've ever taken because it it has been amazing already, and because it has been um, filled with so many lessons, it's going to feel just awesome. So get in touch with me if you uh, resonated with anything uh, that I offered as far as the discovery calls or telling your own story uh, and having the audio recording of that put onto this anchor format. Okay, so love you guys. Love that you're listening. Appreciate you so, 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 so much and uh, have an awesome, awesome week. Namaste. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.